You're on the Sobe Party Mix, and that was, of course, Miss Paul with Catwalk. Oh, a banger. And some fabulous dolls from season 14 of RuPaul's Drag Race. And the song we just heard, Willow Pill, I Hate People. Relatable mm, content. Absolutely. But right now, Cal, it is time for the first stage to stereo of 2024. And last year we had a huge lineup of guests celebrating musicals, dance, burlesque, drag, acrobats, pole dancing. Mm. And comedy, so much more, but they all had one thing in common, excellence. We let you know about awesome productions no matter what format it comes in, and we are thrilled to welcome a dream guest to the program. Not only are they an incredible drag artist in their own right, but they have one of the best YouTube channels Mm. going around with almost 7.5 million views and was just an utter delight on RuPaul's Drag Race Season 14. So get ready to pitch a tent, Australia, because making their Australian radio debut, the Camp Queen is here joining us from Las Vegas. Please welcome to the Sobe Party Mix, Matty Morphosis. Yes! Hello, hello, hello. You, fl- you flatter me too much with that intro. Is it, are, those, are those numbers right? 7.5? Yep. That's correct. Yeah, absolutely. Oh and gosh. I believe it's either today or tomorrow will mark one year since your first episode of Give It To Me Straight came out with Lady Camden. I know. I actually reached out to her because I wanted to do like an anniversary, but I I can't seem to wrangle her because, you know, she's booked and working the world and all that. But, you know, (laughs) I was was still fingers crossed that we're going to get that anniversary redo. Booked and blessed. It's always a good way to start the year. Now, before we jump into all of the questions that I have about your YouTube channel and give it to me straight, shall we just dive into some obligatory drag race questions? Let's do it. Okay, great. Was season 14 the first season that you auditioned for? No. So I auditioned for season 14 is the one that I got on. I auditioned for season 13 as well. And I, I have a inkling, a little idea in my head that I got close. Oh. So like, I feel like the stars were aligned for the next season. And then I also applied for season 12 technically, but that tape was so bad that I, I almost don't even count it. It was so bad <laughs> yeah. tag thrown together. Off the record. <laughs> Never happened. Oh, well, look, I imagine that being on a reality TV show is... A fever dream, but you described your experience on Drag Race as one of the most stressful, agonizing, and painful experiences, but you would do it again in a heartbeat. Would you still yeah, feel that absolutely. way? Yeah, definitely. I mean, like to turn my 15 seconds of fame into 30 seconds, like let's let's do it, mm. let's make it happen. <laughs> well, yeah, of your challenge wins, which was your favorite? Wow. Damn. <laughs> I was like, hang on a second. What am I forgetting? Uh, <laughs> the, 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 how the turntables. I'm being, I've been disarmed so early in the interview. Well, oh, actually, no, you do get the applause for the Golden Boot Award for the uh, worst outfit of the season, which they gave out at, yeah, at the reunion. I don't know how much I can say, but I honestly don't even consider that a win because of the fact that I didn't even get to keep the boot. I was actually <gasps> talking to someone recently because I saw Selena as titties. She was live talking about something she's doing for YouTube with like her little golden boot. And I was like, they let her keep it? <laughs> I was. I literally texted one of the producers whose phone number I had. I was like, hey, I have a question. Because <laughs> I was like, where's my... Somewhere out there, by law of shoes, there has to be a second boot somewhere. This is true. Not in my possession. <sighs> I digress. <laughs> it's good to know that somewhere down the line, there is going to be a down under versus the world or an all stars and you will be in the cast. That is good to know. Yeah, they'll probably give me for like some super far spinoff or something. I'll be like Bosnia versus the world or something. I don't know. But, you know, I'm just just happy for the opportunity. Just happy to be acknowledged. Exactly. And I was just so thrilled that you were on Drag Race. 
your promo look. Just stop it right now. Thank you. I mean, your runways in general, I loved. The the Marie Antoinette head chopped off, oh. carrying your own head is please easily one of the most memorable looks from that season. Where did your love for fashion come from? Thank you for saying the word fashion. That's very kind of you. Uh, <laughs> a lot of my outfits... I, I like just kind of like general concept stuff like the headless look and the rain cloud look are basically just like elevated mm. Halloween costumes that I'd seen at some point. A lot of like my runways that were really cool were runways that I had made not for a runway, but just for like a certain performance in mind. Like the rain cloud was to do rain on me when it came out and the headless look was to do like Vogue by Madonna. It, it's just for like numbers, like performances. Mm-hmm. But then like, I also like general concepts. You see me go out, like I'm doing characters no matter what. Like that's why I love doing my show. I get to dress up as guests and just kind of mm. kiss me out of my box, try something different. But you know, I don't like to go out and just a leotard or you know, like a little mini dress. It's like a character, like I'm a goth girl it's a country girl it's you're a drag version of colonel sanders yeah exactly so you know it's just very boiled down simple concepts make it a little more drag and that's it the promo look is honestly (laughs) the one that's like different from everything because that really was me just trying to do like the biggest most outlandish thing that just get people talking and uh, I mean, it worked. And I feel like the, the profile picture of it pops very well in thumbnails. So It really does. Now, okay, we've done the obligatory drag race questions. I want to talk about Give It To Me Straight. I have by far watched more episodes of Give It To Me Straight than episodes of Drag Race. Oh, my gosh. I'm more of a fan of drag than drag race. And that's why I love your interviews. I love your interview style. It is humorous. It is in-depth. It is well-researched. I truly, truly recommend it to so many people because you really do justice to these excellent queens that you have on the program. How much time does that take? Because you do a lot of research. I, I, do, I do a lot, like more, more than I probably should. Even with as much research that I do, it's really just the tip of the iceberg because in order to get those nuggets, I have to dig even deeper. I, I don't want to bring up something without a point. So everything that I bring up, it's either for a read or it's to ask follow-up questions and dig into a topic. Yeah, I'll spend a good couple days mm. like researching, deep diving. And when I say days, I mean, it's my entire day on the computer. Like my partner has even told me that I, I think maybe you've done enough research for this one. And I'm like, no, I feel like I'm close to like another nugget. I just got to keep digging. And yeah, to answer your question, to sum it up, too much time is how much time I spend researching. <laughs> well, it pays off because the reactions when people just scream and go, how on earth did you yeah. find out about that? <laughs> uh, well done. I can't tell you how cathartic it is whenever you're going down this weird rabbit hole and then you find like a nugget. It's like the deep dive. It's that one picture. Mm. It's that one piece of information. And it's just like the stars have aligned. It's a high, I think. Oh, good. Not healthy, but you know, mm. it's, 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 it's for me. And give it to me straight. Great name, great play on the words. Of all avenues that you could have gone down, what made you start a YouTube long-form interview program? A desire for relevancy, really. (laughs) Uh, No, so, like, I... I always knew, like, I had the name picked out before I even had the show picked out. I didn't know if this was going to be more of, like, a Between Two Ferns kind of show. Right. It was going to be a little more researchy. It's kind of evolved over time, but I knew from the beginning that my strength was, like, just talking to people, you know, kind of like a social chameleon. I know I can get along and vibe with pretty much anyone that I meet. And I knew that, like, my strength, you know, was, like, kind of 
being funny. And I just wanted to brand myself with that after the show. I didn't expect to be doing this level of research. You know, <laughs> I, whenever I first thought of it, I thought it was going to be a show where I was going to bring on people and ask about very specific topics, like, you know, talk to a really old drag queen about like how drag was like in the 80s and, you know, the things they went through and then talk to someone in the ballroom scene about their experiences. And I kind of do that with individual guests, but it, it was just kind of evolved into this. Apparently it's resonating with other people. You know, people like to learn way more beyond the character than they see on the TV show. And I don't know. That's probably why I'm such a fan of your program is that I actually get to know the artists. I get to hear Kerry Colby's story about her upbringing and all of that stuff while you're dressed as her childhood trauma. Weird layer, but I right. <laughs> I just, I thought that was such a, a shady but witty move. So highly appreciate that. Mm-hmm. But I, that's why I think I love your program instead of the highly produced competition aspect of Drag yeah, Race. absolutely. And to be fair, like, I, I'm not knocking Drag Race. I still think Drag oh, Race no. is, is like a net, a net positive for the queer community. I think it does an amazing thing. It tells the stories. But, you know, with timelines, they have a television show to produce. They only have 60 minutes to do it. Mm. And they got 14 16 however many queens you know you can't really dive that deep into people's you know life histories and the nuance of their lives so you know it's just nice to kind of take that person and be like hey on the show you mentioned this brief thing and i have a photo of you doing it whenever you were seven years old let's dissect it let's Mm. talk about it i love that and i it leaves me wondering who are your dream guests for the future of give it to me straight even outside of drag race like you've had slater on the show before is there anyone else you're really hoping to get on the show yeah, I mean, like, I, I would love to just get like whatever big guests I can get in. Like, no matter who it is, though, I want to make sure I don't want to ever bring anyone on just for the sake of controversy. Like, you won't see me with like a George Santos, like controversial <laughs> politicians mm, and things mm-hmm. like that. You know, I want to make sure that it's people that still are in the queer community or vibe with the queer community, at least, you mm-hmm. know, but. I've reached out to many celebrities. Like, I would love to have someone on, like, a, you know, a Kylie Minogue. <gasps> I think an ultimate guest would be, like, a Lady Gaga if we ever snowballed that big. As for right now, like, I'm kind of reaching out to some other artists. Like, uh, like Chapel Roan is someone I've reached out to. Orville Peck. Uh, yes. I'd love to have T.S. Madison. Patrick Starr. You know, a lot of, like, influencers, TikTok stars, music stars. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't even, like, give you, like, just one name. There's so many people that I've... Mm-hmm. reaching out to and snowballing towards i actually uh since i've partnered with uh mom for the podcast aspect of the show yes i actually uh have them make me like a professional email with like their you know url for their production company so that it looks a little more official than just an at gmail email so that i can hopefully pull some bigger guests <laughs> well that's it hey it's all just showbiz if you put the right words in there some people go yeah that looks good enough we'll jump on the show and it ends up being yeah. amazing so I, I just have to get it in front of the right gay intern and you know next thing you know yeah and you never know because like even the guests like slater chrissy uh and some other people that i have lined up soon like it's very surprising the people that even will say yes and you know you never know he's got to take those shots Look, you know, someday, if you're lucky, you might get the hilarious Frost Matthews. Right. Fingers <laughs> crossed. That's, that's the ultimate guess. I think it's going to be the show's finale, the, you know, the, the going away. Mm, the pinnacle, like, give it to me straight. Yeah, Ru- RuPaul will be the semi-finale, and then Ross Matthews is like, you know, yeah. the final boss. For a, the show. a hilarious ending. <laughs> oh hilarious God. ending, yeah. Exactly. Oh. Uh, what I really love, Maddie, is you're using your platform for such good in the sense that you're amplifying queer voices and 
really speaking to the queer community when you yourself are not queer. You were the first contestant on Drag Race that was cisgendered and heterosexual and it really shocked everyone because, well, since when do straight people do drag? Since forever. Since forever. And it's really exciting, (laughs) really exciting to see that you're doing this with your platform as well. You're in Australia, isn't that that where Adeem Edna's from? Yes, Barry Humphreys is the most famous Australian drag performer. I was like looking at the watch going, TikTok, drag race. Like where and so so thrilled to have you on the show. But that's one thing. Whenever the show came out, like I like being in the drag scene. I've met a couple straight queens, but I know that in a lot of other countries that you know straight drag queens is not like a crazy concept. You know, it's a lot more common than people would expect. But with and America has a very unique relationship with drag and the queer community, especially. I, I knew that what I was doing wasn't the most radical in that sense, but going on the show, you know, obviously. <laughs> it's a whole different ball game, and there are a lot of people that don't realize. You know, I'm not going to say that straight people aren't underrepresented in the drag scene because straight people don't do drag because they are too scared to yes. because of their own internalized homophobia and mm. fear. You know, I know people would know that I am not here to ruffle feathers. I'm not here to make a dollar off the queer community. Like, you know, I was doing drag in Arkansas. Like, I was, <laughs> I yeah. was not making any money doing drag for the first five six years you are truly such an enjoyment i get so much thrill whenever there's a new episode out i'm so thrilled for your success i wish you all the best i cannot wait for you to do a tour down under which oh yes please uh yes thank you so much but you know you need time off from vegas to do that if australia will have me i know those flights are long and expensive but you know i got you know i'm just sitting in my bedroom being mean to drag queens all day, so I got time. I can, I can pencil Australia in. I love it. Maddie, thank you so much. I'm pinching myself over here. I know. We really, really appreciate it. And don't forget to check out Maddie on her socials too. You can, of course, look up Give It To Me Straight on YouTube, mm-hmm. Maddie Morphosis on all socials for such incredible, funny content. I love it so much. It's amazing. Yeah. I am so thrilled that we can give you your Australian radio debut. Yes. Um, I hope we've been gentle. Look, uh, <laughs> you handled with care. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. And I think it's only right that, you know, we play a bit of Straight Up by Paula Abdul. Maybe a little bit of Reba McIntyre after that as well. Just mm. why not? You're on the Sobe Party Mix, Maddie Morphosis. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you.